You're listening to the award-winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, featuring business leaders to help you navigate a constantly changing marketplace. Want to become known as a trusted authority while building a thriving business you love? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will show you how. Here's your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show brought to you by the Influence Alliance, which is the business building community for change makers who want to build a profitable and scalable business while make a much bigger impact in the world with their message. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, my guest today says it is important to build your business around one premium offer and communicate that to a niched audience. And joining me on today's show is Olga Kovden. Now, Olga, she helps personal and professional development coaches and speakers to achieve brand refresh, to achieve a website design and launch strategy in one VIP day with a specific framework that will elevate your business in the online world. Now, on today's show, Olga's going to share why it It is so very important to show up as an expert online in order to get premium paying clients. She's also going to talk about why your online branding has to match your expertise level offline and why promoting one premium offer is going to benefit your business in the long run. So welcome to the show, Olga. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and I'm tuning in from United States and you are ahead of me. You are in the future. Oh, that's right. We're coming in from the future. Uh, so it is actually Thursday here and I know Wednesday where you're at, Olga. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you are as someone that I was really looking forward to getting on the show, all of my guests, of course, but more so because there are many people in my community who just love the work that you do. And it's so very important, particularly with so many more businesses now being online, taking their brand message online. And obviously now things are starting to come offline as well. But before we dive into all of that good stuff, I always love asking the question, how did people, how did you get into the industry that you're in today? Have you always been interested in this or what was your journey? What was the snapshot? Yes, definitely. So when I came here to United States from Russia and I was in my high school years, I took Photoshop class and my teacher told me, Olga, you have a talent. And I'm like, well, I guess Yes, I do. What do I do with this talent? And she said that you should go into graphic design field through college. And I did. I went to graphic communications and web design and I majored in that. And then from there, I always freelanced and I always took on projects and I was always eager to learn more by applying the skills. And I had a couple corporate jobs before I had kids. But once I had my first child, I realized that the corporate life wasn't for me and that I wanted to spend more time with my kids and really be present in their childhood. And I have decided to run my own business. And now I work with clients worldwide and I help them with branding, website and launch strategy. 
Fantastic. And it's interesting that as uh, time has gone by, I'm sure when you first started to now, there's so many more platforms, if you will, that people can use. So I love that. And I'm sure that with the strategy that you implement with the, your clients can also the, then be extended about how they're showing up across the different platforms. I mean, we're now streaming across a lot of different platforms, LinkedIn and YouTube and or Facebook and, and so forth. And so I think when people positioning themselves as expert, trusted authorities, what would you say are some of what we call them blocks, barriers, or maybe some of the mistakes? Let's talk about that first, because some people don't know that what they're doing is actually inhibiting them from being seen as that trusted authority. What are some of the common things? Yes. You're what, well, definitely right now, as we move to this online world, I see a lot of people still hiding and not showing their face, not getting on a camera, not telling the world about what they do or sharing their expertise or the journeys they had with their clients and really still hiding behind the picture that they took 10 years ago with their hands folded, looking at you smiling. And I think the world now knows that we are all business on top and we are like, you know, yoga pants on the bottom. So we all know like we are human beings. We are no longer so much of a corporate culture. We understand now that we do business with each other more. And it's really important to show your face. Even if you're not ready to do a video, at least show your face through brand photography and really let everybody know what type of personality you have and what it feels like to work with you. Yeah. I mean, that's just um, music to my ears when I hear you share that because, and and I want to share a study that was done by Edelman Trust Barometer quite some years ago, well, actually a couple of years ago. So it's still very relevant today because it speaks into what you're saying today. And when they do a study across the world about what constitutes, what builds trust, and one of the areas that um, we they looked into was, well, business, obviously. Um, so institutions, different industries, government, media, um, not-for-profit NGOs and so forth. And they determined that as individuals, as consumers, one of the things that we mistrust, if you were, were media mainstream media, which I think now we're even less trusting of them. Yes, we know and so, that. <laughs> and how that constitutes with what we're talking about today was that if we come across as too polished and don't bring that personality, what is happening is people are actually going, hmm, do I actually trust these people? So val- it validates, that study validates what you're just saying. You need to bring that personality out, the personality, your core values, you know, all of those things will impact how you show up in person, uh, but also captured uh, with the right photographer to capture that that kind of personality essence. And that's basically what you're saying, aren't you? You need to bring that personality across. Yes, definitely. Because people do business with people and we want to see not just, you know, your pictures that is so corporate and so cold. We really need to see who you are and we need to hear who you are and we need to know that you're a real human being that makes mistakes when they speak and rumbles under words and whatever it is. People can relate to that more than perfect and polished because we all know that does not exist. 
Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the importance then of showing up as an expert on online in order to get the premium paying clients. This is really where you're positioning. If ideal clients who are more the high paying clients, there's things that we want to start to do. So we've talked about the things not to do. Don't be too over polished, fake, if you will. Uh, but what are some of the things that you see are so important? Yeah. So right now, since everything is slowly moving into online space and everybody got their own little MySpace online. Uh, it's very important to show up as an expert online. And what I mean by that, you can be an expert offline, you can have 15, 20 years experience, you can, could have spoken to the audience the size of the football field. It doesn't matter unless you're showing up online and really taking your visual branding seriously people not going to make a connection between who you are offline to who you are online. And if they can not make that connection, that that takes away from opportunities you have to serve your ideal clients and really be seen as an expert online. So I definitely recommend anyone who is struggling right now in this online world and we no longer do networking and shaking hands it's really time to bring that online resume in terms of your graphics in terms of your brand photo shoot in terms of the information you provide on your website everything needs to be cohesively position you as an expert online i'd imagine uh, that when you're talking about cohesiveness when you are looking across different platforms to the website, to the interviews that you do, every single piece of content and where you show up needs to be consistent in the message, in the presentation. Would you say then that if there is a disconnect, such as there's great content that is being shared, say, over on LinkedIn, and then someone comes to your website, and, here, and I'd love to ask you this question too in a moment because there's also a thought of, people don't really go to websites anymore. I don't know. I still go to websites. I always go to websites. That's one of the, I want to see what's going on there. So it's not just social. So that's number one. But if there is a disconnect between the content that's being shared to their website or even vice versa, that will create almost a seed of, mm, hang on a minute, not doubt, but, but that's what you're talking about, isn't it? Around yeah. Yes, I'm talking about uh, market confusion, right? So we don't want to create market confusion. So we want to have this cohesive online brand. So when they go on your LinkedIn profile, and as you know, like many people, business people do use LinkedIn, but it is not a marketing tool. It really is a networking tool. LinkedIn profile is exactly the same for you and for millions of other people. And the only way for you to stand out visually is to use a banner image that's different. So what I have seen, I have seen people sell what they do in a banner image. They have, I have seen people not use banner images at all. So you cannot rely on this one banner image to make you stand out in the crowd because every single LinkedIn profile or every single profile networking profile looks the same. So how do you make sure that you can take someone off that 
LinkedIn to your own domain and really show them, but this is who I am in full. This is how I work with the clients. This is what I do. This is the social proof of the results I have gotten for my clients. So it is very important to have a website. And for myself, when I go on someone's LinkedIn page, the first thing I do is I go and find that website. Why? Mm -hmm. Because LinkedIn makes it so complicated to find information. There is so many options and places to go. For me personally, it's just easy to get on a website and hopefully it's a good enough website for me to know exactly what you do, how to get in touch with you, how to stay in touch with you and all the other information I'm looking for. Yeah, it's brilliant. And uh, speaking of Ella, here she is. Good morning, Phenomenal Women. She <laughs> says, it's so refreshing to hear that perfectionism is not a productive avenue to build trust, but authenticity and realness are absolutely. And great that you yes. are to Ella, another phenomenal woman uh, in feminine leadership coaching, of course. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So, Olga, let's talk then around online branding, matching expertise level online. What are some of the things that you're seeing, again, around people are just not, they're missing the mark, if you will, when it comes to that, that mm -hmm. online branding? Yes, I think the most important is, as I said, it's one premium offer. Because if you can sell one premium offer consistently, then you have made your business successful. You can see bigger transformations. You can help more people achieve what they need to do. But if you start adding more offers on top of other offers, customizing offers, doing all kinds of things, that you rolling back to that market confusion of what do you do exactly? and why is there so many options and which one is going to work for me and now i'm sitting here choosing and picking what i want to do without knowing the level of transformation i can get by only applying to that premium offer and it makes it easier on a business owner to have one offer they do so good and they position themselves and they market that offer all the time so it's Everybody knows what it is mm -hmm. instead of having 5,000 different offers. And, you know, this week is this offer. This week is that offer under this comment is going to be this offer. And that's just insanity, right? It's just like marketing insanity. That's why I'm it's talking exhausting. about. Yeah. thing, isn't it? Because you're, you've, you've got so many offers and it can be confusing. And I know that you've got, um, you've got real expertise as well in the area of visual communications because you know, there could also be a disconnect in how your visual representations, such as your logos, the colours, the fonts that you use. I would love to spend a little bit of time and diving a little bit deeper into this as well, because it's one of those things we don't know what we don't know and we may not realise. And I would love to hear from you, your point of view of some of the things that we need to be mindful of, that we may have an incredible premium offer that's doing great things for our clients, yet the way that the visual communications it's not positioning us as that expert so what are some things that we need to know when it comes to that visual communication of all the content that they're sharing the brand the, you know, all of that so definitely we're going back to this consistency so once you create your brand which is you pick the colors that you like or you work with a professional that helps you come up with a color palette then make sure that col color palette transfers over to all the medias your logo is professionally done it doesn't look like someone drew it in the third grade 
it looks something that's upscale, uplifting, professional, and also use it everywhere because your logo is kind of your stamp on things. So even if you go out and do your video recording, you can put your logo in a corner somewhere or you're on Zoom and you can use a visual background and put your logo there with the background, which is your uh, brand color. So you can do so much, but also it is important to have your own photography for your offer. So if your offer is a speaking engagement, I want to see you standing there in front of the audience, engaging with people. If your offer is one-on-one -on -one coaching, I want, you, I want to see you sitting next to a client or doing a Zoom conversation to see how it feels like. So we can try on your offer with, with using visual branding without actually doing business with you just yet. Yes. So that's how it feels like when it's consistent, when it's specific offer, when you use all the same branding across the all the platforms and you don't have to post every single day, but just be consistent. If your YouTube cover image is the, the same as your LinkedIn image, that's already consistency. And you, you cannot surprise your clients really like they if they expect you to show up a certain way and use a certain font or use a certain element or a custom pattern that you have been using keep using that till you introduce something new but when you do introduce never go back and roll back to the before you always go forward so so important to be consistent because we don't have much time like we only have like a split second to make an impression on someone online and you will not get a second chance to do it so you have to get your branding this is a foundation if your branding is not done that it's just like hatch patching everything and you never know what's going to come out next and how you're going to surprise yeah. your clients Absolutely. It's like, well, today I feel like a bit of a splash of red and then next <laughs> I think we'll go blue today because I've heard that blue is really good at, you know, that kind of thing. And I mean, when you think of the brand consistency across all of the, the um, marketing communications that you're doing, often it's the most simplest of things that can make the biggest of impact and it's the companies that do it so well that you think that's just a standout for me I've been an Apple enthusiast for so long and you know I noticed the difference in kind of the advertising and where Apple is since you know Steve Jobs has passed away there was mm -hmm. just this element of it's hard to describe it but you could just see it and you know the simplest of font that they use I mean, and they're speaking to their ideal client who they know who they are but that's what you're talking about aren't you? The, the visual communications will speak to your ideal client and will make an impact. Speak a little bit about that too, because one of the things that I find, because you talked about having that one premium offer, which is so important. So often we, we assume that if we speak to more people, we're going to have more opportunities to get clients. But in actual fact, we need to be consistently speaking to our ideal client. Do you find with the people that you work with that that's often a realization for them too, that their messaging and their branding, when you speak to your ideal client, that's going to make much more impact too. Yes, definitely. I see a lot of people are very afraid to niche down and they really want to serve anyone and everybody. But the truth to be told, 
you probably think to yourself, do I really want to work with everybody and anyone? Or do I want to work with someone who is just like me? If I'm ambitious, I want to work with someone who is ambitious. I don't want to work with someone that I have to drag them along the way to complete something. So think about it. You don't have to niche down into specific industry. You can niche down into a skill or you can niche down into a characteristic that this person has. If this person is bubbly and fun and that's all you want to work with, well, that's your niche. Your niche is bubbly and fun and it could be in a specific industry or it could be somewhere else. You can never please everybody and you're going to have those clients that you just cannot work with and you have to know how to cut loose and say, you know what, this relationship is not healthy for you and me. Let's just cut stop it here and not continue this anymore because it's not going to be beneficial. I think transparency, honesty uh, for yourself and understanding who you want to work with, you know by yourself like who is going to have the biggest transformation from your offer. So work with that person and put all your marketing towards that person. Talk to that person in all your copy. Talk to that person in all of your pictures, images, whatever you use, make sure you just talk to the, directly to that person and just showcase their pain points. And once they realize, oh yes, this is what I need and this is the solution I've been looking for, they will reach out to you. You don't have to, you don't have to chase your ideal clients, but you do have to chase everybody else you're trying to, to please. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, sometimes you, when you, we talk about uh, visual aspects of things, we can t- speak about trends. You know, there may, especially in interior design, there may be certain trends for this particular color, that particular style. When it comes to communicating your brand in, and communicating that across all the visual aspects that you just spoke about, mm-hmm. what if there is, is there a balance and a blend between keeping it very authentic to who you are and balancing it out with the trends? And why I ask this is one of the things that I have seen work really well across various platforms is this real light and bright kind of, you know, branding colors. Now, I do love that, but that's just not who I am. I also love the chunky, the wood, the leather, the, you know, that kind of thing as well. So, at what stage do you adopt any of the trends or do you? Maybe you have to stay true to who you are or is there a blend? I'd love you to speak a little bit more about that, Olga. Yes, most definitely. So when I work with my clients, I always ask them to put together two mood boards. So the first mood board will be about the things that they love. So, for example, if I like to go kayaking, I'll put that in. If I like to put makeup on, I'll put this on. If I like to spend time in nature, I put this on. So one mood board is totally about my client and what they are as a human being. And the second mood board that I ask them to put together or pull the images to is the what do, do they enjoy in their industry? What is make, makes them happy about the industry where they are and the clients they serve? So they pull those images in. And what I do, I actually put together a blend of those two because we want to make sure that you love your own brand, but you also have to remember that you're creating your brand for your ideal client. And most of the time, you want to work with someone just like you most of the time. And sometimes it is a little bit off if you working with a corporate, for example, and you're fun and bubbly. But most of the time, people want to work with 
another version of themselves anyways. And so I take those two mood boards and I merge them into one mood board and I present it to my client with color options that are coming from that mood board. And we just play around with that till we get it right. But at the end of the day, the mood board is a combination of what you love or what you are as a person plus what you do as as a business owner. Yeah. And you know what's important about that, I think, is that often people who are uncertain and they look at what other people are doing and then they try and adopt that, that may completely express something that's very inauthentic to you, isn't it? And that can create inconsistency. Again, you can have wonderful content in the words that you are sharing, yet the way in which you are sharing it from the branding, the positioning and so forth, when there's this disconnect, can completely undermine the actual words and, and expertise. That's that's really, I think, what you're saying too, yes, isn't it? Yes, definitely. And I wouldn't chase any trends because it was very trendy to use neon colors like a second ago. And everybody were using the neon colors in, the, I know, in the graphic design field. And I'm like, there is no way this is going to stick. This is just going to blow by. So really don't look at the trends. Don't compare yourself to someone else. Like, you are never going to be another person. You're yourself. You're your own personality. That's it. Uh, yeah, so no chasing around what others are doing. It's better to do what you do, and you, you can just become the person you meant to be through the visual branding and really position yourself as an expert. Yeah, I think there's been a collective sigh of relief. It's like, <sighs> and it's, it's not only that either. It's because I think... There is aspect of a style, like if you're working with someone, Olga, and, uh, you know, it, in comparison to, say, another client who is far more, you know, dramatic in the way and bold, yet someone else is, is not so much, then you would not say to a client or encourage them, well, you need to be more bold. It's whatever it is for them. And, and why I say that is if you look at, say, reels, I've thought to myself, I mean, I'm an extroverted introvert, so you <laughs> never see me dancing on reels. I mean, it even took everything in my being to even point because I thought there's no way I'm going to be doing this. Uh, but I ended up doing that. But I just knew that I would rather share information. And so for me, just to share something that in the hope that it will go viral for something, I just couldn't do because it's not me. And I think that's really what you're talking about, isn't it? What is your personality, your character? Let that be expressed and how best to e express that. Would you say that's true? Yeah. Is that yeah. Yes, definitely, definitely. You have to wear your brand and, you know, like when you put your makeup on and you feel, you know, you put the beautiful dress on and you want the day to never end because you feel beautiful inside and out, that's how your visual branding needs to feel like every single day. Yeah, absolutely. I've got some comments here we're going to share from Ella. Absolutely, self-actualization, knowing self is critical to show up authentically online and offline, personally and professionally as well, which is wonderful. Um, so let's just talk about the last point that you wanted to share. And I think you've already touched on this too, uh, the importance of having a clearly defined premium offer. But you talk about promoting one premium offer will benefit your business in the long run. 
Are you saying this because one of the things that you see often is that when people are sharing things online, they're sharing such diverse offerings, what you talked about, having lots of different things, Mm -hmm. that that overwhelms their ideal client. So should we be more intentional in what we're sharing and let it be that premium offer? Is that what you're saying here? Yes, that's definitely. And the premium offer is going to allow you not just to charge more, but also to have better results for your client because at the premium level, you are not offering a solution to a pain point. You are offering a solution to the root cause of the problem and you're really solving the bigger problem they have. And you might be with that client for, you know, two, three months, whatever it takes you to solve that problem. But at least you will deliver on the solution that is transformational. You're not going to have a little offer that they can do, but then they have to come back for, to you for more because they they did not feel like they have seen this transformation happen. And they keep pulling and saying, I need this, I need this, I need that. Instead of that, it's just so amazing. It's such a great business model. It's, it removes the confusion from you as a business owner because you are no longer promoting everything under the sun. You are now just promoting this one premium offer that is beneficial to your client and you can pay your bills. Like you only need one client to pay your bills where before you needed 20 clients to pay your bills. And with 20 clients, you have to put 20, 20 times more effort to gain that client and they might not be your ideal clients either because at the premium uh, offer you know you will have to pre-qualify them for the program to make sure they have this successful transformation and also you will offer such an amazing opportunity for them to share their feedback and really tell their story of where they were before they started working with how did they decide to invest with you and what type of transformation they had after and that becomes something you share with your audience as well because now you're creating those stories and as you know stories sell and facts tell well we don't want to hear another fact we want to hear those real human stories and i think that's what we all craving right now is just real real human interaction real real transformational changes and really people are becoming more self-aware and need services in all types of industry and premium offers are the ones that are going to help us get there. Mm, so, so, so true. Well, I know that we've only just scratched the surface in this and uh, <laughs> we could probably talk about this all day. So share a little bit more about how people can get in contact with you. But I'm also going to share one comment that Alice shared. She said, thanks, Anne-Marie. Olga entirely transformed. My brand brought it into a powerful alignment. So proud of my new website done by this incredible woman. And that's um, Alice's website. I'm going to share that because one of the things with this show, when you're on the live stream and you contribute uh, great content, you get to be part of uh, the the. The, the podcast. So Ella Stanik, and she has been a former guest on uh, uh, our podcast too, E-L-A-S-T-A-N-I-A-K.com. If you want to uh, see Olga's work, uh, which represents, of course, Ella and her feminine leadership fully. So without further ado, I mean, that's validation in and of itself. <laughs> Yes, thank you so much, Ella. I really enjoyed working with Ella and you can see her transformation on her website. Wonderful. So, Olga, how can we get in contact with you and find out more about you? 
Yes, definitely. So my website is very simple. It's olgacofton.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn. So you connect with me on LinkedIn. It's Olga Kofton. I am, I live in Detroit, Michigan, USA. And I love to even review your website. Like if you have a website and you are not sure why it's not getting any traction, you're not sure if it's attractive enough, you are not sure if your visual branding is up to date, I love to review your website and give you video feedback about it so you can have some aha moments and realize what you can do with visual branding. Oh, terrific. Well, thank you so very much. And again, Olga's website, Olga Kovden, O-L-G-A-K-O-V-T-U-N.com. And it's been such a pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you for sharing your insights. We've got one last comment there. We'll bring that in from Ella. Thank you very much, Anne-Marie and Olga. Appreciate you immensely. And we certainly appreciate you too, yeah. Ella. Thanks so much again for coming on the show, Olga. It's been an absolute treat. And I'm sure everyone has learned so much today about how they can really elevate their brand, take what they're doing so that it is going to be far better expressed and brought out into the world. And of course, uh, connect with Olga to get support in doing that and overhauling your brand and uh, yeah, be another success story like Ella was uh, for you as well. So thanks you so yes, much. Olga. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It was such a pleasure to be on. This podcast is brought to you by theinfluencealliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series.